Hello and welcome to our EconBits podcast. My name is Gino Gansio. I'm a junior with a major in finance and minor in economics. Please also welcome my co-host Natalie. Hi, my name is Natalie Odin. I'm a sophomore and also majors in finance and a minor in economics. For today's podcast, we picked a concept from our intermediate microeconomics class. As you might be able to tell, neither Natalie nor I are from the US. Natalie is from Sweden and I'm from Germany. That's why we thought it would be fun to pick price discrimination with its implication on international markets. But before we get to examples, let's first explain what price discrimination is, what conditions we need and what forms exist. Price discrimination is when firms change, charge different prices for the same goods. This is used to give everyone that wants the good, but maybe can't afford it, the ability to buy it. Companies will earn a higher profit by doing so because they won't have to lower the prices for everyone, but only for the uh, people who can't afford the original price. To successfully price discriminate, the following requirements must be fulfilled. First, the company must have market power. If the company is operating in a perfect competition, this won't work because they will have no way to influ influence the price. Second, the firm must be able to prevent resale. This means a customer who buys a good for a lower price can't resell it to someone who would otherwise uh, pay a higher price. Third, uh, groups of consumers or individual consumers must have different demand curves and the fir firms must be able to identify them. First degree or perfect price discrimination is when the supplier charges a different price for every unit so that all the demand will be supplied. Companies will charge each customer their reservation price, which simply means the maximum price they are willing to pay for the product. This means that everyone that wants to buy a good or service has the possibility, while the firm maximizes profit. This not only sounds good for the supplier, but also for the customer. But it's important to mention the company captures all possible consumer surplus with this strategy. As with many concepts in microeconomics that use the term perfect, perfect price discrimination is hardly attainable. A company would need perfect information on their customers to achieve it. Second degree or non-linear price discrimination occurs when different prices are charged depending on the number of units. Firms are often unable to identify which consumers have the higher reservation price, but from the usual downward sloping demand curve, the firm can derive that most consumers are willing to pay more for their first unit than for following. Everyone will face the same offers. The price will be lower if a bulk purchase is made. But an important point here is that not just because the price for higher quantities is lower, it is price discrimination. It only holds true if the price difference doesn't follow a reduction in cost. Third degree group price discrimination is when different groups of people are charged different prices. So in this case, not every individual pays a different price, but members of a certain group. Group price discrimination is the most common form. One quick example are discounts for students, seniors or veterans. It is also possible for firms to use a mix of second and third degree, in which case they set different non-linear non price schedules for various groups of consumers. From the description, you might already be able to gauge that price discrimination is a common practice and therefore has many examples. The one we are probably all familiar with are price discounts that we see in our daily life, like student discounts. A great example for that is Spotify. 
But many activities that we all like to enjoy in our free time have different prices for certain groups. Amusement parks often have different prices for students, seniors, veterans, and even children. A ticket for kids are usually cheaper just because they're not willing to pay the same amount as an adult. In the same category of discrimination from our daily life are three for two offers. A form of group price discrimination that one may not instantly think about, but we promise to mention is group price pricing for different markets. The, the demand curves for products vary in different regions. The reason for that could be more competition. Comparing the demand curves for Teslas in the US versus Europe, we can see that the European demand is less elastic. This gives Tesla the opportunity to charge higher prices in order to maximize revenue. This concludes our episode about price discrimination. Thank you for listening and until next time. It's showtime.